Hey everybody, it's Chris Aiken here, just reminding you that all of my books are available on sale over at chrisakinbooks.com. And for you dummies that can't spell my last name, that's A-K-I-N. So C-H-R-I-S-A-K-I-N-B-O-O-K-S.com. Get them. Whether you want the fun musical stuff or you want the depressing divorce and burn accident stuff, it's all there. So go to chrisakinbooks.com. It's that guy right here on your classic metal show featuring Toby Samet with from their uh, Hellfire Club release, and that is the Navigator. Yeah, it's uh, a good one. I'm navigating you through the CMS. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're off to a good start. Two good segments in a row. Absolutely. My uh, my nephew, who's a big fan of the show, he always uh-huh. uh, has to give me the weekend wrap as he listens to the you know daily podcasts at work and you know usually hits me up either probably on uh saturdays okay another another show knocked out of the park dead on on all your points (laughs) thanks (laughs) he loves the show dude as he should we're the best we are the best (laughs) all right this is very metal okay not But I I just want to remind people who this guy is. Okay. I'm going to play a a couple of snippets of some tunage here. All right. And we're going to talk about this guy because this is just tragic and fascinating and morbid all at the same time. I I just, I really just don't know what to think about this. I, I don't know if it's the bad luck gene. I don't know if it's, uh, lifestyle related i don't know if it's moral related i don't know if it's i don't know how to even explain this all right but let's let's remind people who this guy is all right All right. I'm talking about Bobby Brown here. Love him. And uh, you're well aware that uh, he was part of New Edition. I am. I interviewed him. As well as Bell Biv DeVoe. No, he was not part of Bell Or he, he did a cover of their song. Uh, well, Bell Biv DeVoe is three of the other guys from um, New Edition. Right, right, right. Yeah. So he, he knows of them. He's. Yes. He's toured with them, I think. They they yeah. did a project recently that I think was well, it was like R B B D or something. It was like Rob him <laughs> and Bell Biv DeVoe. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, you know, this guy was Mr. Squeaky Clean, Mr. Pop Star Guy. You mm-hmm. know, New Edition was, you know, one of those boy bands of the eighties. Yeah. You know, and he broke off on his own and had, you know, a fairly successful career as a solo artist as well. Yeah, well, he was the uh, of them, and and I know nobody cares except me, but he was by far the most talented of them. You know, all those other guys went and did 
other projects and had nominal success, you know, whether it's Ralph Tresvant or Johnny Gill or Belbiv DeVoe, whatever. But Bobby, Don't Be Cruel was huge. Right. That album sold like 10 million copies. And then um, the one with Humping Around that came after it sold a lot of copies. And um, yeah, he had a very successful solo career as well. So he that's, was definitely the most talented of them. Well, that's what I'm saying. He, you know, he was able to leave new edition and go off and do pretty well on his own. Correct. Mm-hmm. Here's another. Yeah, I love it. I'm on a rock with you, baby. Exactly. All night long. Well, the only the only reason I'm aware of uh Bobby Brown is when I was DJing in the club in the late 80s, uh, you know, during the uh, on the weekends we did the rock stuff, but during the middle of the week we had the ladies' night and of course right. we always liked that kind of stuff. So sure, you know, and we we also got uh a subscription to the latest music videos that uh, were distributed to places like MTV and whatnot. And we would play them in the club. So right. yeah, Bobby Brown was very popular at that time. Mm-hmm. And of course uh, it's, it's no secret that uh, Bobby Brown ended up marrying Whitney Houston. Right. Sure. And uh, so they were a power couple, I guess they were, if you want to call it that. Well, as, as probably most, if not all of you are aware that, uh, Whitney Houston had her, swim. Well, I don't, I don't know how well you can swim in a bathtub, but, but regardless of that, uh, you know, they, they had their interviews with, I, I think they did an interview with Barbara Walters at one point, they talked right. about their drug abuses and their substance abuses and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Uh, well, anyway, uh, as, as most people are aware, Whitney Houston died in a bathtub, you know, drowning in a bathtub because she was so out of it with whether it's drugs or alcohol or a combination of the two, right. She more or less slipped under the water and just drowned. Whoops. And then not long after her, her daughter, uh, died as well. Right. Bobby, Bobby. B-O-B-B-I, Bobby. Yeah. So uh, another death has befall, fell, befelled, befallen, befallen uh, on Bobby Brown. He didn't die, did he? He did. He died? Not Bobby Brown. His oh. son, Bobby Jr. Oh, gee, this dude. <laughs> That's what I'm That's saying. Right. 
I, I don't know how to explain this. Is this just bad luck? Is this just lifestyle? Is this morals? Is it, what is it? This is like devil went down to Georgia shit where he refused to pay off his bet. Yeah. Jesus, this guy, everybody around him drops dead. Well, everybody in his immediate family, not just yeah. around him, but directly involved with him. That's what I'm saying. My God. Yeah. Bobby Brown's son, Bobby Jr., 28, is found dead at his L.A. home. Dang. Five years after the death of his half-sister, Bobby, B-O-B-B-I, right. Bobby Christina, and eight years after stepmother Whitney Houston drowned in a bathtub. Damn. So Bobby Brown lost his son. <laughs> you better hire a full-time doctor to hang out with his mom. Yeah. If she's even still alive, she's got to be dead too, doesn't she? She's related to him, so she's got to be dead. Well, who was Cicely? Who was uh, Whitney's mother? Um, CC something. Uh, Houston, right? CC Houston, Cicely Houston, or something. Who was she? She's also a singer. Yeah, she was. I just don't remember who Whitney Houston's mom was. Sissy Houston. You're right. Yeah. Sissy Houston. Yep. Is she still alive? She's 87. All right. Well, they better put a guard on her. Well, let's see if Bobby Brown's mom is still alive. Is Bobby Brown's mom still alive? Bobby Brown. Nope. She's dead. So don't need to hang on to her. Let's see if his dad is still alive. Maybe his dad needs some medical assistance. That's still like, no, he's dead too. So I guess that takes care of everybody. Does he have any more kids? <laughs> not that he's a, not that he knows of anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he better never go looking for him. That's a fucking instant death sentence. Exactly. Holy smokes. Bobby Brown's 28 year old son, Bobby Brown jr. Has been found dead at his home in Los Angeles. Five years after the death of his half sister, Bobby Christina. And eight years after a stepmother, Whitney Houston, drowned in a bathtub, police rushed to a medical emergency at his home in Encino, California, at 1.50 p.m. in the middle of the afternoon. Mm. It's unclear what caused the death uh, of, let's see, it is unclear what the cause of death was or who called for help. Well, that's suspicious in itself. Okay. We don't know who called some drug dealer yeah exactly oh boy but police say they do not think foul play was involved okay. uh bobby jr is the second child r&b singer bobby has lost after the death of his daughter with ex-wife uh whitney houston who was found unconscious also in a bathtub in 2015 jesus i hate to laugh but just the uh, irony is just bizarre oh jeez oh man at the age of 22 didn't that, uh, didn't that guy that who was her, her Bobby Brown or Bobby Christina's boyfriend, something happened to him recently too. Wasn't it? Something I thought Gordon? he died. Yeah. I thought yeah, he something died. Gordon. What was that guy's name? Something Gordon, Nick Gordon or something Nick, like that. Yeah, Nick Gordon, the ex of Bobby, Bobby Christina Brown dies at age 30. <laughs> He's Jeez, dead man. too. Man. If I was the chick in the Warren video, I changed my name to some principle. <laughs> fucking dangerous being named bobby brown so that gordon guy is dead too yeah he's gone too 
Holy shit. He and he was he was under heavy suspicion, right? I think so. I think they, they thought maybe he might have might or he was found liable for her death. If I remember right, I'm looking right now. It's on CNN, so it could be fucking completely bogus. But um, let's see. Nick Gordon, the former boyfriend of Bobby Christina Brown, has died three years after he was found liable for her death. So, yeah, he. um. He, uh, you know, I guess he didn't want to do his jail time or something. Right. And he, he was kind of like a, like a unofficial adopted son of Whitney or something. Wasn't he? That's how he got involved with the uh, Bobby Christina. Yeah, I don't know. I, like they, like he was around the house all the time and they kind of, you know, struck up a relationship. I can't say that I paid attention to who was fucking the, the kids <laughs> of Bobby and Whitney. Jeez. But yeah, apparently if you, if you were, you die exactly jesus man oh man i hope bobby's enjoying that rock with your money because jesus christ he's paying for it dearly <laughs> bobby christina's adopted brother there you go bobby christina's adopted brother nick gordon with whom she had a controversial relationship before her death also died in january of this year well jesus what what kind of fucking world is this so so you got whitney who's always coked up you got Bobby who's always coked up. You got their kids dying. You got their adopted kids dying. My God. That's some scary shit. Well, again, the, the, this is why, you know, you, you did send me this story, but after thinking about this, it's just like, so what, what would be a reasonable, rational explanation for all this? Is it, is it just lifestyle? Is it, is it lack of morals? Is it, uh, what do you, what do you think would cause that? I, I, I mean, it's gotta have something to do with, you know, with lifestyle. It's gotta be that there was no, no borders, you know, in growing up, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. I saw saw mom and dad drugging it up. So they went with it or something. I don't well, know. That's kind of where, where I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm whew. glad I didn't die from meeting them. It's I met Bobby. I met him in person. I think he's more contagious than the COVID. So I'm saying I could have shook his hand and had a heart attack on exactly. the Jesus Christ. Or, or a drug overdose. Yeah, I could have. I could have taken a, you know, an, an un, unhealthy amount of cocaine sweat from his hand, from shaking his hand. Three, year, three years before their daughter's death, Houston drowned in a bathtub after taking cocaine and Xanax. Ooh, is that all? That's all. She and Brown had a tempestuous 15 year marriage that was plagued by drug abuse, violence, and infidelity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's like, that's like a Facebook user. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he beat my ass, but I'm staying around. Yeah. You know, he keeps coming home drunk and, you know, drugged up and stuff, but by God, I'm still going to be a member of Facebook. But you know what? He had, he had the connections for the drugs is what it was with him. He was the, you know, he was the one that could get the drugs that could feed him to wit. Cause dude, there's a great documentary. I forget which platform it's on, but it's, it's about Whitney Houston and about her death and how she went to total shit in her life. And man, she was a goddamn mess. <laughs> you didn't realize it, I guess, or, or truthfully, I, you know, me as, as a fan of that kind of music, I was not that big of a fan of Whitney Houston 
to where I paid any attention to it, I guess. So yeah, her last like two or three years, she was a goddamn mess, man. They were, they kept trying to have shows and she was canceling shows and she'd show up and be all fucked up and couldn't remember the words to the shows and stuff. I mean, she was a mess. Holy shit. Is that a picture of her dead in the bathtub? Did somebody put that in the chat? Take a look here. I'm not putting that on the video because I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'll leave that not on the on the street yard. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Why? Well, I thought they found her in a bathtub. Isn't that a bathtub? Yeah. Well, why is she wearing a towel? They might have covered her up. She looks. It almost like she's wearing laying on a bed or something, but yeah, like like a dress or something. Yeah. That looks like a bathtub. That could be. I don't know. It's got, it's got like big, it looks like a big rich person bathtub. Big, deep one. Well, she died in a hotel though. Oh, well, in that case, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's Bobby Christina. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who that is. All right. Bizarre. Um, Bobby Jr. is one of Brown's. Oh, he does have more children. Oh, well, good. <laughs> Bobby Jr is one of Brown's seven children. Oh, well, he's out there populate, populating the earth. Likes to throw that dick out there. He does. The way, the way they die off, he needs to keep making more. Yeah, he needs to keep banging them out like bunnies. Yeah, I mean, how, how is he going to keep being a dad? Right. Jeez. He has not commented on his son's death. I know what his comment would be. Which one was it? Come on now. I'm sure he knows. What what mother was that from? Yeah, now that might be a different one, but I'm sure he knows his kids' names, don't you think? It's only seven. <laughs> um, they're all they're all called Bobby Jr. Maybe that's why they're all Bobby. So that it's easy to remember. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby Jr., Bobby Jr. Jr. Bobby the third, <laughs> Bobby with an eye. There's probably a Bobby with an IE in there somewhere. Right. <laughs> uh, he was, he was his second child with Kim Ward. Notice Kim has a different name than Brown. Doesn't want the death gene. Although it didn't help Whitney Houston. No, she wasn't. Or was she? I think she might've been Whitney Houston Brown. Let me see. Let me look at Whitney Houston Brown. He was Whitney Houston Brown. It's all starting to make sense. Oh, uh, no, it doesn't look like she was Whitney Houston Brown. Oh, no. That girl is fucked. The new one, whatever her name is, Heather Ward or whatever you said. Yeah. She's fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bobby, like Bobby, likes slinging that black snake around. Oh my God. All right, people stop with the hospice pictures. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm a sick fuck, but Jesus Christ. I don't need to see him just before death. That's fucking yeah. mean. Good Lord, chat room. <laughs> this fucking show. My God. Uh, <laughs> Only in this show could we read a story that's supposed to be tragic and have people going out of their way to make it worse. It is. It's terrible. Good, good God. 
he was his second child with Kim Ward, with whom he had an 11 year relationship around the same time he was with Houston. <laughs> well, that's good. Keep so, a little variety in there. Yeah, he was banging out Kim Ward while he was banging out, you know, the drugged up Whitney. Well, he's a rock star, dude. What do you expect? I guess. Uh, she tweeted today, the heavens gained an angel, but I lost my soul. Oh boy. Are you Stop. serious? Stop with the tweeting. Yeah, and stop, stop with it. the stop with the nonsensical heaven got heaven got a gift tonight nonsense. Yeah. Just stop. They're jamming with uh who who what other pop stars up there? Um yeah, with David Ruffin and um and uh who else is there? I don't know. Who cares? We're with Whitney. He's up there with Whitney. He's up there with 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 his half mom or whatever. Yeah, she she had no relation to him. I, I guess because he was banging on this other ward chick while he was banging out with Whitney, I guess. Yeah, stepmom, maybe. Oh no, because Whitney was dead. Oh no, Whitney was alive. Stepmomish. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? This is yeah, ba ba baby mama somewhere <laughs> other. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know all the story. <laughs> uh Bobby Jr. was Brown's second child with Kim Ward, a childhood friend with whom Bob had a tumultuous 11 year relationship with. What did he ever have any relationships that were just good? No. Everything's tumultuous. Uh, of course it is. You know, Jesus Christ, dude. Stop. Uh, of course it. Well, Jesus. well, I think this is this is the uh end result of, yeah. of what what that brings. Death? Well, I mean, you know, that you just pass that uh on to your kids. Yeah, I guess so. Uh Ward gave birth to Bobby Jr. less than a year before Brown and Houston had their daughter Bobby Christina in 1993, their only child together. Mm. So so he basically was banging out kids with uh, other women right and left. Guy like that vagina, man. Yeah. Snacking on that pussy. Yeah. In a 2006 interview, Ward had complained that Houston never liked Bobby Jr. because of how close together their children because of how close together their children with Brown were born. <laughs> really? That's why. I think that had some <laughs> more with you cheated on me with this whore and you uh you you know banged out a kid with her. That's yeah, that's why it was because the kids were born too close together. That's what pissed Whitney off. Is that what it was? Not the fact that she was publicly humiliated that her fucking, her husband was fucking having kids with other chicks. No, that, that had no bearing on it whatsoever. No, none. Okay. She told the Boston magazine that Houston has a problem with little Bobby. <laughs> Not anymore. No, she had a problem with big Bobby. Unless little Bobby's what she was calling his dick. Yeah. If you, if you want me to accept your bastard child as one of my own, you're fucking nuts. That's right. Now I'm going to go do a line or two or six. <laughs> Jeez. There'll be times she'll call me. Ward said she'll be like, oh, well, Ken. Oh boy. Here's, here's one. La Princa. La Princa. That's a name. L-A. P-R-I-N-C-I-A, La Princia. Common name. Yeah, can, can come down. <laughs> can come down to spend time with Chrissy, that is Bobby Christina, while we go to such and such. 
Hello? No, he's has another kid here too, Ward said. Jeez. Yeah. Hello? Don't you hate when people do that? And I can just see her neck waving too. Yeah. She's Hello? That, yeah, she's got that she's got that uh you know, got that gooseneck thing going on. Yeah, the neck and the Yeah, snapping those fingers. Hello. With those, with those oversized, uh, uh, fingernail tips. Yeah, exactly. Painted multiple colors. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Words relationship with Bobby was fraught over child support payments. Before. All right, Bobby Kenneth, that name will not lower your credit score. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. That's not very nice. <laughs> Sure, La Princa has a has a, a quite good average uh, credit score. Yeah. Um, wow. Ward's relationship with uh, Brown was fraught over child support payments before the death of Houston and Bobby Christina. Mm -hmm. In 2007, Brown was sentenced to 30 days in prison for failing to pay. Drumroll, please. $20,000 to Ward for their two children, La Princia and Bobby Jr. That's so it? 20 grand? He, he banged out two children with this woman. And only had to pay 20 Gs? Well, he was uh, he apparently was behind child payments, child oh. support payments. So that could have just been one month. That, that was in rearage, I guess. Yeah. Well, he's fucked now. He doesn't, he, he doesn't make any money now. I mean, what does he do? He has I have no idea. You know, I mean, he hasn't put out a record in a long time and, and, you know, he's not touring, obviously. Now here's, here's something really pathetic. Mm -hmm. Brown spent three nights in a cell before a radio station paid the debt. Oh, a radio station hooked him up, huh? They paid the debt. Must have been for the exclusive interview with them or something. 20,000. Well, that's a big interview, dude. I guess. The one that you got. Yeah. <laughs> in 2004 and 2005, Brown was also sentenced to jail in Massachusetts for failing to pay child support. Jeez. Oh, in both cases, he paid up. Following his half-sister's death in 2015, Bobby Jr. reacted furiously to those who started following him on social media. <laughs> People really don't give a fuck about you unless you're relevant, he wrote in a since-deleted tweet. Right. <laughs> well, it's, it's deleted permanently now. Yeah, no kidding. And they don't love you till you're famous or gone. Well, you, you're now experiencing that. I don't want these follows. Your follows ain't going to fill the hole in my heart. And y'all going to unfollow me once you stop caring or you're dead. <laughs> I got news for you, Bobby Jr. People are stopping the following you now. Yeah. Your prophecy was correct. Yeah. Your Facebook has been changed to a memory page. Yeah. I think, uh, People will refer to you from now on as Nostradamus. <laughs> Bobby Jr. Brown, now known as Nostradamus. There you go. 
because he predicted his own uh, demise. He did. Bobby Jr.'s death is the latest tragedy to fall the 51-year-old Brown, whose marriage to Houston from 1992 to 2007 was plagued with drug abuse, domestic violence, and infidelity. Mm. But lots of money. But lots of money. So, so what are we talking? Fifteen years here? Yeah. Sounds like a Facebook user. <laughs> I don't care if Facebook abuses me and bans me. I'm still gonna stick around. Yeah, well. Because there's Coke at the end of the trail. Yeah. Well, dude, it's it's that old adage, man. It's you don't know it's bad until you get away from it. And apparently they didn't get away from it. Nope. Until it was too late. Yeah. All right. Houston was found dead in a bathtub at the Beverly Hilton hotel in February of 2012. Right. Wow. Eight years ago already. Mm-hmm. The 48 year old drowned as a result of cocaine use and heart disease, heart disease. What does that have to do with anything? Well, her heart, her heart got, got infected with cocaine. <laughs> apparently. No, she drowned. Yeah, do with heart disease. I don't know. What a stupid, what a stupid comment. Well, it's, it's, it's the same as saying, well, you know, she might've had COVID too. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. She drowned, but it's a COVID death. Yeah, sure. Why, why would you throw in heart disease when you drown? (laughs) I mean, how dumb is that? Yeah. She got know. drugged up. She got all loose and she slipped under the water and she drowned. What does that have to do with her heart disease? Well, she fell asleep in the tub. We get it. So dumb. Yeah. yeah. Also, well, her-, her heart did stop beating nearly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that would be a disease. <laughs> got the non-beating disease. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, what a fucking stupid thing to say. Her heart went into paralysis. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, permanently. Right. Also in her system were Benadryl, Xanax, cannabis, and Flexerol. Is that it? That's all. How, how did she die from that? She died from heart disease, dude. That's right. Three years later, the couple's 22-year-old daughter, Bobby Christina, was found unconscious in the bathroom of her home in Georgia. Hmm. She died in a hospice six months later following a catastrophic brain damage from being submerged in the water and her heart disease, apparently. And COVID. She had she had, she had heart disease and COVID. She did. Been re-diagnosed now with COVID. Right. It was suspected that Bobby Christina may have been injured by her ex-boyfriend Nick Gordon, who also died from heart disease. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> During a domestic argument, but he was never charged with anything related to the incident. Mm. The Fulton County Medical Examiner's Office later determined that she died from being immersed in water and drug intoxication that led to heart disease and to pneumonia. However, medical experts weren't able, weren't able to rule out whether her death was due to intentional or accidental causes. So he held her under, pissed off, and said, I'm going to kill you like your mom. Yeah, exactly. Fuck like, you, bitch. Like mother, like daughter, bitch. Yeah. Fuck you, you gap bitch. Hey, language, please. <laughs> Bobby 
that is B-O-B-B-I, the daughter, was buried two days later next to her legendary mother at Fairview Cemetery in Westfield, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. In late 2016, Gordon was found liable in a wrongful death lawsuit brought on by conservator of Bobby Christina's estate, Bedelia Hargrove, and was court-ordered to pay a total of $36 $36 million in the case. Wow. <laughs> $36 million. Jeez, oh, man. This is Phil Collins level. I know. Where would where would Nick Gordon get $36 million? <laughs> Beats me. Well, he was adopted from the Whitney. He might have got it from Whitney's, um, Whitney's will. I doubt it. In January of 2020, though, Nick Gordon died from a heroin overdose and heart disease. Hmm. What a family. <laughs> Holy smokes. Last year, Brown paid tribute to Bobby Christina while touting the foundation launched in honor of her death. Today, we recognize the first annual Bobby Christina Day, July 26, 2019. We miss you so much, baby girl, mm-hmm. his post captioned. Every day I hold you close to my heart along with my other dozen children by various mothers. I have no idea their names. Stop it. Brown's message said that was illustrated with a picture of Bobby Christina and some butterflies and a bunch of other random children. Good Lord. I think about so many of the things you used to do like snort cocaine, shoot up heroin. Fuck random guys. Definitely not swim. Drown in a bathtub. Yeah. From a little girl to a beautiful young lady. I just smile. (laughs) Okay. It reminds me of how much I miss my little girl more and more every day. I don't doubt that he does, but geez, oh man, this is a guy that should just disappear. Don't you think? Dude, this is just fucking awful. Yeah. I mean, again, this is the reason I brought this to the show is because I I thought about this today and, you know, I come from a fairly large family. I've got an extended family outside of this. None of my family ever died in tragic ways like this. None of them. If this was going on in your family, wouldn't you legitimately fucking pull the trigger on yourself? (laughs) Well, I don't know if I would do that, but you'd have to question what the fuck is going on here? I would, I, if I, if I lost two, two of my seven and, and my, my wife to boot all in like a 10 year period. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here to see anymore. My kids die. Well, this is, this is all a result of lifestyle in my opinion. Hmm, could be just my opinion. Yeah. So loved and so missed. He continued. The former new edition star then shared about his family starting the Bobby Christina Serenity House, a nonprofit that offers resources to victims of domestic violence, which he's the head of because he's got personal experience. Tell you one thing. I bet you he only has showers in his house. (laughs) I've doled that. I've doled out a few ass beatings in my life. Mm-hmm. There were women in my life that deserved a good backhand. Damn right. 
So I'm going to head this foundation because I understand it. And now, and how he's doing great things to help others in need the way you would have it if you were here. Chris, so so in order to do nice things, he had to have his kids die. I guess. Couldn't do them without that, huh, Bob? Well, the Lord had to speak to him in a very, very serious manner. Is that the deal? Is he now, is he now one with God? I have no idea. Please. Chrissy on this special day, we honor you. We love you. Who is all we, who who is this? We we're talking about. Apparently there's not many we's left in your family because they're all being, uh, you know, killed off somehow. I was going to say, it's not his mom. It's not his dad. It's not his, it's not her mom. No, not her brother. Yeah. Not her stepbrother. Cause they're all dead. Jesus. Might be the mouse in his pocket. Must be. (laughs) Chrissy on this special day, we honor you. We love you. And we shine a light on your memory. Well, that's nice. Brown, a Boston native reach fame with the group new edition. And for his 1988 solo album, don't be cruel. He started in his own, he started in his own television show being Bobby Brown. Oh yeah. Forgot about that. But the show was canceled in 2007 after six of his nine children died. (laughs) (laughs) After Houston stopped appearing. So basically his, his, uh, gravy train was uh, Whitney Houston. Okay. Where that show was concerned. Right. Late last year, it was reported that Brown had been removed from a JetBlue flight at Los Angeles International Airport for being drunk, mm. drunk yeah. off his ass. And COVID. Probably. <laughs> Brown was allegedly involved in an altercation shortly before takeoff to Boston while the plane was still at the gate. Everyone was asked to board and Brown was pictured speaking with police in the terminal. Whoops. (laughs) So everyone had to get off the plane because of this jackass. Nice. Damn. Disaster. How do you, how do you go? How do you go about your life after this kind of shit? You know, who, who do you associate with who goes, Oh, don't worry about it, Bobby. Everything's cool, man. We still love you, man. I'm going to tell you who, who the scumbags in the record industry. Is that right? There's always another one. That's like, we can Bobby, you know, you've been through some tough times, but you know, we've got this idea for marketing you and putting you back on top, man. And he'll go right for it. And, and then they'll load him up on fucking cocaine and lies again and he'll get right back into it he's a he's a prime candidate for that shit dude you know because he just because he runs he blows all his money so he has to fucking go with any opportunity well of course you know he has to take it he has no choice yeah that sounds like this guy owes child support everywhere he goes What's he going to do? Go get a job. He's going to deliver, <laughs> deliver packages for Amazon or something. Yeah, he might, he, he might own an Amazon truck or two. Wonder if he still has a driver's license, all these fucking arrests and deaths. 
the way people die around him, he ought to get a job driving a Hertz. Right. Wow. What a mess. Yeah, that's a disaster. I feel I feel for him because I met him. He was nice enough to me. I mean, thankfully I didn't die, but geez, <laughs> oh man. You know, he's nice and I and I won't say nothing about his talent. I if you're a fan of that kind of music, he was the king there in the yeah, I know he was he was big. He was very huge, even though he had that gumby hairstyle. Yeah, that stupid hairstyle, but <laughs> but dude, don't be cruel was a fucking killer album. And then he had the then he had that song uh, on your own from ghostbusters little did he know that he was fucking making humans that would become ghosts <laughs> his being associated to him was a ghostbuster apparently just being related to him was one of those little traps holy fuck yep wow yeah, he, he was huge i mean huge in, in 88 80, 87 88 89 Bobby Brown was the shit, you know, and, and I met him on the, on the reunion for, um, what was that album called home again? And dude, it was massive. I mean, considering they hadn't been together in a long time, they sold out the queue or Gundarina or whatever it was called. There sold it out in like a day. That's how big, that's how big they were. And the big draw was that Bobby Brown was, had rejoined. I remember that. Did you go? Of course I went. Yeah. Oh, again, I'm asking. I didn't know. Dude, dude what, I, I don't know if I've ever told this story on, on the show, but it's one of the, one of the scariest times of my entire life. I was, I was at that show and I was walking around in the concourse and you know how sometimes you pass somebody that, you know, and you kind of turn around and you're kind of backstepping, walking and you're talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. I was doing that. I was backstep stepping, walking, talking to somebody, and I knocked this guy over, and it was fucking Mike Tyson. <laughs> really? And, and, and his fucking, he had like 10 guys around him, and his 10 guys all fucking started pushing me. So I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, I was like, I didn't know what I had done, but it was Mike Tyson was just was at that show and he was walking around the concourse and I just banged into him and knocked him down. Well, that's, that's when he was living outside of Youngstown, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was, and that was my, that was my second meeting of Mike Tyson, but it didn't go quite as well, obviously, but, but he was all right. He just got up and brushed himself off. was like, it's okay. It's like, you know, he told his guys it's okay. You know, thank God. Yeah. He didn't treat you like Alan and hangover. Yeah, he could have got him to beat the living piss out of me. <laughs> Although I got to admit, if he didn't kill me, that would have been a beating worth taking. Yeah, that'd been a big story, right? That would have been a beating worth, and, and not even for like lawsuit, because I wouldn't have sued him, but what a story that would be. Yeah, I got my ass kicked by Mike Tyson. Yeah, I, got, I got punched like by Mike Tyson. That would be a fucking great story, but unfortunately, I don't have that one to tell. All I have to tell is that I backed into him and knocked him down. And his posse fucking jumped my shit. But even they jumping my shit, they just pushed me around a little bit. But, sure. You know, but that, yeah, that's my, that's my new addition story was I met Mike Tyson because I backed into him and knocked him over. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Want something done? Gotta do what you say. Gonna be another one of those fun. Hot soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Notice all the music from that area had a had a very similar sound because they were really getting into the whole computer generated music like uh Paula Abdul. Oh yeah. That all that music sounded a lot the same because they all used that that they used all that clap tracks and mm-hmm. they used the same pre-programmed music. Yeah. Dude, and and you know what was the other thing that was popular in that era? The remix. Remember, remember how everything came out with a remix version of it? Of Most of it was like a seven-inch single, so yeah. it would be a long dance song. See if you can find that same song, but from the dance you know it. But it's called Bobby Brown Dance You Know It was the name of the album. But play a little of that one because boy, did they overdo it with the remixing here. It's, it's like all boom. It's all this kind of weird fucking <laughs> sounds that were in it. But I I love that music, man. I'll always love that stuff. Bobby Brown, I love that. Dude, I played the shit out of that tape. I had it on cassette. Bought it bootleg from a guy in, on the streets in Korea in 87 or 88, whenever it was. Loved it. Um. So what am I looking for here? The on What was that song called? On Your Own or On My Own? Um. The From Dance You oh, Know It. Okay, I got it. I got it. So they do the whole scratch track thing. Oh, yeah. All right. I get it. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They called the Ghostbusters and the end control. Had a throwing party for a bunch of children. Well, all the while, the slime was under the building. So they packed up, they blew, got a grip, came equipped, grabbed their proton packs on the back, and they split. But out of Bob Eagle, the master of evil, trying to battle my boys. That's not legal. crazy so there you are they just went all nutty with it just got too carried away with the remix <laughs> well again the, a lot of repeat stuff got the whole scratch track going yeah they were trying to street them up a little bit is what they were trying to do that's exactly what they were trying to do with it because if you think about it that right about that time was like when nwa and ll and you know that kind of stuff was all happening so they were trying to, they were trying to street Bobby Brown up to make him less, less white and more, more black sounding. That was 1989. Yeah. Yeah. From Ghostbusters. I love that track. Apparently so. Good shit. My friend. That's the first time I've uh, actually heard this, to be honest with you. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I would have thought you would have had that in the club. Well, I was out of the club by that time. Hmm. Cause that I gotta imagine that got the shit played out of it in the clubs. So good stuff. Wow, look at you, big Bobby Brown fan. I'm a huge Bobby Brown fan, dude. I have all of I have I have all of his out, even the ones like forever that came like well after his career was over. I still have those records. Big fan of Mr. Brown. 
Back to the Bobby Brown. <laughs> that guy, that guy is a living train wreck, though. He is. Oh yeah, he's a he's a disaster of a human being. But <laughs> but you know, human human beingness aside, he's great. Look at somebody said C and C Music Factory. I like the C and C Music Factory too. Remember them? C C and C Music Factory. Yeah, they, yeah. That that was what was their song? Um, I can't remember what their song was. They only had one, so should shouldn't be that one that one should not be hard to find what was that song now i can't think of it cnc music factory yeah okay let's see here uh gonna make you sweat gonna make you sweat everybody dance now no it's gonna make you sweat gonna, gonna make, make you sweat baby i think so yeah all, all right. right everybody dance now might be i don't know That's oh no it is everybody everybody dance now bump Bump, 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 bump. That's the one everybody knows. Yeah, that's what I thought. Live in effect, and I don't waste time on the mic with a dope rhyme. Jump to the rhythm, jump, jump to the rhythm, jump. And I'm here to combine beats and lyrics to make you shake your pants, take a chance. Come on and dance, guys. Grab a girl, don't wait, make a twirl. It's your world. And I'm just trying to get a Dude, all that. I, I was such a fan of that shit. It's weird because I, I was I was into metal like at the time, like classic metal at the time. I was listening to like la guns and rat and you know bon jovi and def leppard and you know the stuff that was hot at the time but then i was listening to that and what was the other one uh rob bass and dj easy rock you know <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> you know and or or cnc music factory or what i was into it all man a lot of it had to do with the clubs in in korea a lot of the clubs played that that kind of music you mean the crubs in Korea? Crubs. I was out at the crubs going, I don't got to say, oh, Agashi. <laughs> Every time I hear that, all I can think of is that girl in Cleveland, that the newscaster in Cleveland a couple years ago. Oh, with or, the, It's been longer. It's been like five years ago. Boogaloo music or whatever. Uh, this one. It's hard to really hear her voice with all the jigaboo yeah. music. <laughs> <laughs> I like jigaboo music. <laughs> that been one of the greatest things ever. Yeah. She, she was like, yeah, that's cool. Christy Capel in Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland news. It's hard to hear her voice with all that jigaboo music going on in the background. The best part of that, of that quote though, is not her saying it. But the black guy sitting next to her making the face like, yep, you just lost your career. 
Jigaboo music. The Jigaboo music. Unreal. But she just says it so sincerely. It's just like, it's just hard to hear her voice with all that, that Jigaboo music. Going she had no track. idea what she had no idea what she said. Oh, she just thought that that was what it was probably called because what? she probably heard her parents saying that she thought that's what dance music was called. Jigaboo music. <laughs> You're right. You're probably right too. It's probably what her dad called it for years. Yeah. Look at like a Nathan in Kentucky, the Jigaboo shuffle. <laughs> I guarantee you she'd be in her car with her dad. Her dad be listening to some Conway music off. Yeah. She'd flip the station to whatever was the top 40 station or whatever. And dad would be like, turn that Jigaboo shit off. Exactly. So she probably thought that's what it was called. Jigaboo. Yeah, that's just normal. That was just what we said around our house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, my, my mom's, my mom's term was jungle beat. Jungle beat, jungle beat. If oh, I, if I was playing like, uh, you know, records or something in my bedroom or whatever, right. Would you turn that down? I can't stand listening to that jungle beat, <laughs> but you weren't listening to rap or R and B. No, I was listening to, to rock. I was listening to, you know, probably doobie brothers or Chicago or something. And it was just like, you know, I can't stand listening to that jungle beat. <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, if you listen back to, uh, you know, the, 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 um, the preachers, the right. radio preachers and stuff from the sixties, mm -hmm. that that's what they referred to it as the jungle beat. Right. Oh. <laughs> Our fans are, look at this picture. I'm going to actually put it, I'm going to put it in the, on the screen. Look at me with ebony and ivory. That's the one I'm putting on the screen. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Funny. Hey, what what the hell? What are people? <laughs> that's my new that's my new combo. Wendell <laughs> Wendell and the Jungle Beats. <laughs> the Duver and Neely show. <laughs> Whoever took the time to Photoshop Duver there, bravo. <laughs> I don't know who did that, but bravo. I love it with the sunglasses. The sunglasses and the afro and the shirt. Come on. Jeez. Oh, man. Wow. That is a classic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's funny. It's amazing to me. When did we bring up Duver? Two years ago? Yeah. Oh, it's been longer. Has it been long? Two, oh, yeah. Two, three years ago, and we're still on Duver. Yeah, Duver. Duver's never going on. Duver's like hail and kill. Look at that. Yeah, I got my hand on a couple black aces right there. Like the weekend at Bernie's or something. Yeah, look at you getting AIDS there. Yeah. <laughs> got to watch where I keep put my thumb there. I'm yeah, getting no, close to the AIDS hole. <laughs> the AIDS hole. <laughs> The AIDS hole. Jesus Christ, dude. The AIDS hole. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> it's our fans. I know. Who? All right. All right. All right. I say we take a short break and come back and do some mole. All right. Works for me. So what would you like to hear, Mr. Aiken? 
How's about um bu- 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 how about um how about hate machine from Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons? All right. That'll be a good one. Phil Campbell, formerly of Motorhead. Yes, sir. Okay. That's the name of the song is Hate Machine. Hate Machine. Okay. All right. I got it. All right, we'll play a couple tunes. We'll come back. So here it is. It's Phil Campbell, formerly of Motorhead, yep. with the Hate Machine exclusively here. On your classic middle show. <laughs> 